Good morning and welcome to Stony Brook Church. We are so glad that you have found us here today and have chosen to worship with us. I am Pastor Jennifer Casey and I bring you greetings on behalf of today's preacher, Pastor Mary Jo Yagel. A few announcements as we begin our time together. Advent, believe it or not, is right around the corner, and we have ex some exciting things happening during the Advent season. Uh, this year, we will have a live nativity on Saturday, December 12th. Uh, that will, depending on the nature of the virus at the time, either be a drive-through or a walk-through, but regardless, it will be safe. It will be an event for our entire church and the uh, broader Gahanna community. If you would like to be a part of that planning team, you are encouraged to reach out to our Director of Outreach and Missions, uh, Emily Keener, and she will give you more information on what it means to be a part of the planning team. I will add, uh, as a personal note, we do have a lot of fun. So if you wanna have some fun planning the nativity for this season, uh, contact Emily Keener. Also, uh, during Advent, the children are going to be uh, participating in a virtual hanging of the greens this year. Uh, children's ministry and our visual effects team have partnered up to uh, present this offering for our children. Uh, they will have an Advent wreath uh, complete with some crafts that they get to come uh, work on at home to remember and prepare for the birth of Christ this season. If you have a young one at home, you are invited to um, reach out to Kristen Frederick, our Director of Children's Ministry, for more information, uh, or there is a link in your weekly electronic newsletter that you can go ahead and schedule your child. Uh, to come in and pick up the items for the virtual hanging of the greens. And then as a reminder, we do have our annual church conference, which will be taking place on Tuesday, November 17th. If you would like to participate in that, it will be on Zoom this year, and you will need to pre-register, so please reach out to the church office to do so. 
At this time, let's uh, center our hearts and our minds as the prelude prepares us for worship. Let's uh, center our hearts in God as we uh, continue to center ourselves in a spirit of worship. We long to have the courage to choose you, O God, each and every day. We yearn for the forbearance to wait patiently, 
through the long watches of the night, for we long to be found ready when you appear in your glory. Fill our lamps with your grace that we might share your light with our children and with the generations to come. Amen. God of night and God of day, you remind us to stay awake, to be alert. We try, we really do, we think we are awake. We do our best to discern how you call us to care for others, to work for justice, and to build bridges of reconciliation. But how do we know if it's enough? Do we still fall short? In a world still full of pain and trauma, what can't we see? Perhaps we start here in our prayers to you, O God. We confess that we have not always been fully open to you. Forgive us for our unwillingness to truly submit to you. And so we begin again with a fresh awakening today. Gratitude fills our hearts for all that you are. We are grateful for the ways you have created each of us unique and to live out a particular call. Today we are humbled and we honor those who have served to protect the freedom available in our country. So often we take our everyday freedoms for granted. Awaken us to the weight of this freedom and awaken us to be genuinely grateful that we have it because we have brothers and sisters who have served so valiantly. Awaken us to the plight of those around us. As some are celebrating the news of a new president, Others are mourning. 
remind us that each person is complexly, beautifully, wonderfully human, and that it is irresponsible of us to judge one another based on who they did or didn't vote for in an election. Place in our hearts a deep sense of compassion for all of our fellow brothers and sisters, and don't let it go when we get caught up in the commentary of the world. We pray all of this in the name of the one who unifies us like no other human can, Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and we now pray the prayer that he taught us together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Friends, a little bit of a, a, a cautionary tale. Anytime you use outward and visible toys, if they don't work, don't let them destroy the intention of the message. Today, I want to light a real oil lamp. And I've been working on it for a couple of days, and apparently somebody forgot to give me the gift of oil lamp lighting. But I'm going to persevere anyway, because it is the outward and visible sign of the inward and spiritual grace of our lesson today. The oil of the bridesmaids, the journey with them, and the honesty of them. So, you know, if, if it doesn't work, pretend it does, okay? You ready? Okay, here we go. Pretty good. Really big. I wish I had a dimmer. I would bring down the lights and let you remember that the gift of a lamp is light for the purpose of the work. We're involved in the season of work, and, and today I kind of went a little nuts with the green. Oh, look at this. Ask and you shall receive. There you go. The light is amongst us. This is the season of strengthening and nurturing parts of us that might just be now discovered, that we're just now seeing, but truly... We desire to grow the seeds of faith. So in the light of Christ, we encourage each other and we encourage this day. The color green is what we use for this season of the year. There are two chunks of time where we wear the color green in the sanctuary and in our hearts. And I think it's kind of a cool way of remembering that all those wonderful ideas that were nurtured and birthed during Lent and Easter and the season after Easter are now supposed to be growing strong, kind of like corn. There's another season, and it's the season in the middle of winter, after that time of Advent and Christmas and Epiphany, we are given another season of green, of growing. And so today with the light, we look at some seeds that we want to encourage. One of our primary ways of doing that is through the reading of Scripture. So if you'll join me in the Gospel of Matthew, in the 25th chapter, we're going to read about lamps and oil and bridesmaids. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, five of them were wise. When the foolish ones took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, 
Look, here comes the bridegroom. Come out and meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open it, it is us. But he replied, Truly, I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you neither know the day nor the hour. The word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? And now, Almighty God, either through or in spite of this, thy servants speak to these, your beloved ones, who seek to understand what it is to be available to the light. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, just as I suspected, my tool is playing havoc with me. We'll try it again. And for all of those who know how to do this, you're invited to email me at you know. <laughs> I, love, I love light. I also love oil. I have come to understand that in our sacred history, we have some powerful lessons that are meant even for us today when we can walk in, flip a switch, and have lumens of handles at our disposal through electricity. We, we learn to forget some of the ancient lessons because of the convenience of our modern day. And yet here in the midst of this scripture, we have a moment of remembering. You see, somebody had to pay the fuel bill. Somebody had to lay the wire. Somebody had to create a light bulb. There is just a plethora of work behind walking in and flipping a switch. It's always been that way. The tools of life and daily living are filled with intentional gifts and work. The ability to discern how to move into our history, our memory history, and bring it into the modern day is our work of proclamation. Healing is the process of knitting or mending together. The protection of oil was often used to allow the wound to be kept safe from the outside world. It was also used to encourage light. It's just this powerful instrument of goodness, and yet it's the olive, you know, remember, the tree of the next generation that provided the ability to burn, the ability to protect and encourage healing. I am, um, uh, uh, without apology, a bit of a watch wearer. I like tools that help me do my work. 
I jokingly said to one of our worship leaders, hey, did you get my email? Because my calendar reminded me that you need this information on Wednesday afternoon. And so when the little alarm went off on my watch and it said, they need to know what you're doing, I immediately took care of that job. I like those helpful reminders. There is an apparatus on my watch that helps me remember how to breathe, which, by the way, is a primary tool of healing. you got to be breathing or you're not going to be healing. And so it goes off at four to five times every day, and it goes tap, 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 get ready to breathe. It even says this message, be still and bring your attention to your breathing. And so I do. I hit the go button. And there are two little moments that happen before you start breathing in nice and slow and breathing out nice and slow. And what I have learned is that I can concentrate best on this very little ritual by starting those two little moments with maximum in, maximum out. Maximum in, maximum out. And then I can do the gentle breathing and the exercise. It stretches my lungs because until that moment, I take it normally. In fact, I don't even remember I'm breathing. I allow my lungs to do whatever they want to do. And then sometimes I need to remember maximum in, maximum out. Gentle. This is a powerful image of how we can claim the tools and memory of history. Now, I, I am not going to stop using electricity and go to oil lamps, as, as, as you can see. Probably not a good idea. But I can remember that there is an intentional piece of work to this life. The bridesmaids have come to be with the bridegroom. Some brought oil extra. Some just brought the lamp. I wonder what extra God is inviting us to pay attention to. Over the three months that we have been living together, one of the joys I've had is to make some phone calls every once in a while with some people. We get on the phone, we have a set time, we have no set agenda, and we just kind of talk with each other. And I have a couple of questions just to get things moving if I need to, but what I've discovered is that so many of us want to express what's deepest in our hearts, that oftentimes all I have to do is say, hi, it's Pastor Mary Jo, and it's a go mode, and off we are, running for the races. Often, an hour and a half later, we're still talking. It was in one of these conversations that I had a, a holy and sacred moment. The church member was expressing how it is to live in the reality of COVID, and the practice had started to come into her life where every night at dusk 
she would take a candle, take it outside, and set it down on her front porch. And there it would stay as the sun would go down, this little light would shine out. It made her feel good. In fact, she found herself in need of doing it that when she forgot, it was like, oh, my goodness, and she would hurry up and do it. But there was more to this action because people who drove down that street and people who shared the block decided that's a good thing. I like how that works for me. And so they too began to get candles and just put one out on the front porch. In the midst of COVID, in the midst of hard work of elections, in the midst of the struggles of life, out on the front porch came candles, lights, lumens a testimony that the darkness shall not confine us. I remembered that listening to that tale as I read the scripture this, of this morning, how this woman would make sure at about sundown she would take the candle and place it out for the world to see. This is not a new behavior. Does anybody know the folk tale that when the West was becoming settled by more and more new people, people who lived along the way would put a candle in their window to signify that if they needed a safe place to go to, if they needed water, if they needed some help, this house was a house of hospitality, a single candle in the window saying we care, saying we are here, saying you are not alone. Through these conversations, one of the things that I have learned is that this congregation has a familiarity with the walk to Emmaus. It's something that has been, at different points in my life, a place of heavy involvement, and then sometimes not, but always a part of me since 1986. I know, I just told you how, that I'm an old gal. 1986. In that time, and season of great activity, one of the talks that I was privileged to do at a re great regularity was the talk about prevenient grace. And one of the things that I did was give to every person who was on the retreat a small bubble of glass the color of olive oil. Similar to this color. It was an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual promise that God brings healing to us all. After doing many of these talks, many years later, I was sitting at a charge conference session with a whole bunch of churches, and a man came up to me, and he looked at me and he said, do you remember me? <laughs> uh, no. 
And he brought out his hand, and in his hand was a small, beat-up bubble of olive oil glass. And he said, I know you don't remember me, but I remember you. And I've been carrying this with me since then. And every time I pull it out of my pocket, I remember that we are a part of God's healing. And in our healing, we bring that to the world and demonstrate it and show it. I wanted you to know where one of your beads was today when I saw you. Friends, this oil is from Israel. A dear beloved friend went there to sing and he said, what do you want? And I said, oil. And he brought this back and he gave it to me and he said, every time you see it, May you remember that our Lord is the Lord of healing. We are blessed to remember how it is that we are gifted with the power that is amazingly bigger than ourselves to testify to the light. We're, we're not a lamp that's going to go out. We're a light that shines because we are fed by the healing love of Jesus. So, how do I say this? We all understand that this is a very hard time, and no one can ever deny it, but we shall remember that the oil that the bridesmaids who were wise had is also the way in which we remember that healing is for all. In the name of Jesus, this is our hope, and this is our prayer, and we give thanks.
We all want to be ready. And as we remember that we have worshipped this day, I would give thanks for the way that so many of you have offered your pledge cards. I also would know that there are many yet to come, and we would appreciate that so that we can plan for the new year. It is God's year. It is our testimony to the light that is among us, for we shall feed the light of love, the healing of presence, and the gift of life. Amen? As we prepare for our re-entry into the world, as those who have remembered how it is with us all, let us remember that goodness and mercy is amongst us and that we hold the lamp of God in our hearts. Would you join me in our traditional benediction? May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. <laughs>